<laughs> if he's if she's super hype and saying, "Oh, you cannot stop," I watch a lot of YouTube's. You know, when I have time, I watch a lot of YouTube's. Yeah. And uh, before I was, I watched a lot of to learn English. I I watch a lot of American uh, American shows, sitcoms. Which one did you watch? Uh, a lot of them, Friends, many many times. Mm-hmm. Des- Desperate Housewives. Oh, that's yeah, always the. Be- I, I tell everybody that's the best show to learn English because all dialogue dialogues, nothing else, no background music. Want some water? No, it's fine. It's fine. Thank you. So it's the. Yeah. I watch a lot of. I watch the Weeds, and the Modern Family, everything. All the Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. all the Dexter. Oh, you like Netflix then? Yeah, I I, I signed with Netflix for more than ten years. At the beginning, oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Even I'm not, I. That's the thing. I want to cancel my Netflix. <laughs> I haven't totally because we did not have time, but we still pay. The, now it's fifteen dollars or sixteen dollars every month. Used to be nine eight nine nine when I signed. Yeah, it used to be. Yeah, eight, yeah, yeah, eight nine nine, I believe, or seven nine nine. Now it's sixteen. I did not have time to watch. Yeah, but you you don't want to cancel because sometimes they have a lot of the the for the kids. My daughter can watch some of the cartoons there. It's crazy. I just that's my thing. I need to cancel that thing. <laughs> I do not have time and then watch some YouTube's YouTube videos. I'm still learning my English, so I I always watch the videos they have the discussions. You know, mm-hmm. the guest hosts they always talk like we do. Always talk, and then I I learn English from them. Mm. But if you if you let me to watch that twenty four hours a day, probably I would do that. <laughs> yeah, seriously, lazy. To me, it's the same with socializing and partying. I don't necessarily like alcohol, but I like meeting people a lot. I'm like a hundred percent extrovert, and if you could, if I go to party, if I could go to party every night of my life, I think I would. Oh. And this is why I didn't accomplish much before the pandemic. Because during the pandemic, I realized how much time I w- not wasted. Because I think relationships are the most important things, mm-hmm. and this is the one thing that you leave behind is your impression on people. Yeah, you, how much interaction you, with people. Yeah. Yeah, how much you've helped them or impacted their lives. So I don't think it was a waste, but I think it took away from the time and energy that I could have put onto myself. And maybe it's more of a thing that women are not conscious about: is they give so much to others that they can forget themselves. But um, we have. That's really amazing. Like meeting people. But how about if you meet some people you really don't like the ideas? Like I put them on my podcast. Tell me why you think this way. Yeah, because for to be honest, the, if we meet like Chinese between Chinese, like normally we will talk about kids' house houses. Americans Many? too. They talk about kids' house barbecue. And That's then boring. we talk about politics. Then we turn <laughs> against each other. <laughs> but you have to leave first, to so they talk in your back. No, actually, no. <laughs> on the on the spot, you're gonna have some issues. Seriously. But for I don't know, you talk about you just like uh, funny things here or there. You don't. It's a it's something people avoid topics about politics because. I think, I think a lot as well. I have a lot of, you know, when when we kind of very close or some we talk about politics, 
Sometimes you feel people, oh, I want to, <clears throat> don't like this guy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you see a lot of people, do you have that, some kind of friends like that? Or you just don't talk about that thing? I'm not a big politics fan. Honestly, it's changing so much. Justice. Yeah, but sometimes... Yeah, I think you need to be aware of that, especially if you invest in stocks, and that's my main fault. I mean, my main failure is I don't keep in touch enough with the news. My news are people. When people talk, this is how I get my news. Because I've read this book called um, The 4-Hour Weekday from Tim Ferriss. And it's, it was one of the first things, is reading the news is a waste of time. Because the media is always biased. So there's no real source. I think I heard that guy is a inspiration guy, right? Yeah. Tim. Mm -hmm. yeah, somebody recommend this guy. Mm -hmm. And this is how you get... Um, more efficient you don't get distracted by the noise and I think there's so much noise I also have issues trusting the media trusting the sources especially during the pandemic like there was so many versions Do you remember like a few months ago like yeah. we just didn't know what this virus was and people started freaking out there was fake news yeah. and because of all that I feel like it's a waste of my time me trying to decipher my, to decipher what's real and what's not real that it messed up with me, so. But where do you get your information then? People, when they talk. That's not efficient though. You cannot, okay, grab a phone call middle of night. I want, <laughs> tell me something, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm, oh. I That's why I have a lot of friends. But a lot of them willing to talk in the middle of night? Not in the middle of the night, but with certain specialty. And you, so, uh, you group them A, B, C, D, and if <laughs> I want to have financial, some stocks, getting some exactly. problem, you I call this group of people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. this, is, this could be a superpower. It's like you don't know how to do everything, but you know people who can do multiple things. So if I need to fix my sink, I know who to call. If I know... If I need to know like what's new in the Middle East, I know who to call. But I don't need all this information all the time right now. But when I meet those people, they can tell me what they know within their specialty. But it doesn't mean that they tell the truth. It's from their perspective as well. And it's their interpretation. So I know it's limited. But like investment, what about Facebook? Your friends tell you Facebook go up or down? You, that you can check on your own. You can go on. Yeah, but on the, the, the future. For the future? I don't know. Because I'm not even there yet. Yeah, people's <laughs> connections, you know. Facebook, Facebook went up a lot. <coughs> and apparently you can cause an inflation by just spreading rumors. And then people will start freaking out and buy <coughs> everything. And then it will create a... But that's not our level. It has to be the big influencer, big level, high level people. They can create something like that kind of panic or whatever. Yeah, but I don't think we should underestimate people because you never know who someone know, like who someone knows. You could be the guy stir up something. You're the one. Okay, let's stir up a little bit, then make a big, big, little bit bigger wave, and then oh, financial crisis, little ripples. Yeah, fi yeah financial crisis. 
<laughs> yeah, that's crazy. No, but that's the thing. You never know. Like right now, we're making a YouTube video, but yeah. we don't know that one person who's gonna watch it. We don't need like tens of thousands of people watching it. We just need one person who watches it and then gets interested enough that he can create a giant storm out of it. That's why you are so motivated. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think there's such thing as randomness, coincidence. I think there's something greater than this, like moving us somewhere. Maybe this video will lead to nowhere, but maybe... I, I would definitely say one day you will be a, a big star somewhere. <laughs> you know, some, some woman, I guess that was, she was CEO of some United States. She uh, invented like uh, some blood test, like with one drop of blood tell you everything. Remember that? That's like they said the, the lady, like a version of uh, Steve Jobs. Hmm. And she was huge several years ago. She, she got like billions of investment. Then was a Ponzi scheme. Oh, wow. Yeah, but she was brilliant. She was, her career, the resume was amazing. Mm -hmm. And she kind of somehow came up with the idea to do the blood test to tell your health issues. Just went of blood. And he thought he gonna invent, create that kind of machine, small box, portable. I bought every family can have one. She was on magazine, the Time magazine everywhere. She I was. Mean, you you can how, Google it up. Like how often do you have to test? I don't know. It changes. Yeah, but that idea is is really great with the the like business opportunity. But problem is she could not do it. Is the technically you is not that advanced. Maybe in ten years or twenty years, mm -hmm. like she could not do it. The the scheme she had was like uh, she got some one job blood but she was using same Siemens Siemens huge machine behind to do the test tell you okay. the result so it was reported by a, a whistleblower hmm. and then she had all the glamour everything like it was she was the goddess of the business about in the United States you can google the story it's like uh, she's okay. they said she's new jobs Steve Jobs okay and then one reporter was like doing this undercover thing and uh, exposed the whole scheme. But she, is she was still alive. Yes, still alive. She was, I guess, in his few years in prison because of this Ponzi scheme. But she was really brilliant with a lot of money. I'm not saying like one day you will create a big crazy <laughs> and then so super yeah super <laughs> like, successful. But she was super brilliant. Like she was from Harvard somewhere, and then whole resume was amazing. Big mm -hmm. companies, uh, executives, and yeah. then I don't I necessarily mean, look for fame though. Yeah, people but like, money would be nice. Yeah. But people like with the strong motivation, they most like I guess all the successful people like they they, they have the same thing as the motivation mm -hmm. and working really hard and crazy. <laughs> I call these people crazy because <laughs> like that's why I say like uh, I don't see me as a uh, Little bit lazy, but I, I really work hard. I, I'm not uh, afraid of working hard at all if I'm pushed there to work hard. But does it depend who push you? So if a the situation, it's a situation. I mean, yeah, it's a situation. But let's say a random person on the streets tell you, "Hey, can you build this empire for me? I need you to create a bank, a bank system." No, I mean the situation means my wife, for example, she said, "If you cannot make fifty thousand a year, I'm gonna divorce you." <laughs> Seriously. Aren't we supposed to love each other unconditionally? What is this? That's by words. 
<laughs> yeah, everything you see. Seriously, you, you cannot trust people's words. The words, they always tell good stuff. But then, you know, you always, like, um, in Chinese, a very famous saying, like, uh, it, it says, like, uh, uh, you have to spend with one people a long, long time to know the true heart. Mm-hmm. Like when you meet like seven months or like they all pretend to be really nice to you But when the situation changes when it's really hard and They said the fair weather the friends is not real friends, right in English something like that, right? Mm-hmm. The good weather friends or fair weather friends not when when it's really hard and they just run for themselves They they're not helping you and We've seen that during the pandemic. Yeah. We've seen like people being selfish and we've seen yeah. people dedicating to each other and I think it reveals people's true colors mm. when you're in a situation of stress. Yeah, exactly. And this is also when I realized, like, who's a real friend and who's a party Oh, filler. yeah, that's the friends in need is friends indeed, right? Yes. Yeah, my friend. You found my, it. <laughs> yeah, my English is not that bad. No. Seriously, that's the situation. My, if I cannot find a good job, for example, I don't have a job, but the restaurant business is really tough and then we have no profit, for example. And then we can have no profit for a month or but if the whole year or next year, probably the financial aspect of the family will be bad, my wife may say. Come on. If we keep doing this, my my our kid cannot go to school school or something. So you need to do something. So then probably instead of sleeping eight hours, probably I sleep four hours, use for another four hours to rob a bank. <laughs> or do something. Or a second job. Seriously, I that's Listen, that. if you rob a bank you might not have to work for the next 10 years for rent, for food, for water, for shelter, yeah. whether you succeed or not. <laughs> exactly. So both ways, either <laughs> way, fine. Ways, if you succeed, <laughs> yeah. if you don't succeed, yeah. you don't have to pay for food I, or rent. I always have, <laughs> always have a fantasy of being a like gang master to, a, to, to a, have a gang or group. A what master? Like a, what gun? is it? Yeah, mafia. Ah. I like being a mafia. You know? Kind of, uh, you should have lots of tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> you know, at least you have some control or something. You know, you don't have to do anything. I mean, isn't it being an entrepreneur basically? Because even the mafia, I'm sure they're just like business people. They're just trying to do business. Yeah, they have different methods, but our goal is to make money. Yeah, seriously, I really can work hard if I'm pushed. The situation, yeah, you, you never know. But for us, I think, I don't know, at least for me and my wife, if our, like my kids, like she's 18, we, we get her into a good college, good university, it's fine. I think we are, a lot of parents, I think they, are, they feel their job is done. And then like uh, you have a little bit better, or a little bit better life or a little bit hard life, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, for her, yeah, but what yeah. about for you? We're fine. I think we're fine because I think in Canada it's very easy. That's why I like yeah, there's the, lots of social help. Yeah. Quebec more than other provinces. Yeah. Exactly. That's the life of the the meaning of life. Like mm-hmm. you are very motivated, but like you work really hard, try a lot of different fields, different areas, and then sometimes you see success, sometimes fail, and sometimes you really feel bad about like you missed out chance or like uh, mm-hmm. you just did made a mistake. Are like really bad feel bad yeah, happens yeah you see but at the end you still see 
end up being old and then a lot of pain back neck knee you know sometimes that's why the 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 meaning of life but some people they super motivated even they go through all this kind of stuff and then they, they feel really happy because they tried right they tried to achieve something feel something that's why the the meaning of life to uh Different people are very different. Yeah, or maybe it might not happen right away. Mm -hmm. Like some people can find their true calling at like 18. They know exactly what they're going to study. They go into the major that they want to be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And some people might just have that wake-up call around 60 or 70. Mm -hmm. So some people have different rhythm yeah. of life. Yeah, so maybe, yeah. maybe I can... Uh, one day, when I'm 60, probably I will start something. Oh, I need to hurry up. Exactly. <laughs> I need to achieve something. It's never too old. Yeah, seriously. I, I think probably that may happen. Like this video thing, I, I always like talking to people. Like if I can recall something, mm -hmm. probably something I can brag one day. And yes. then be like, look, I didn't have gray hair back then. Yeah. Uh, oh, look, look at that lady. That lady with, oh, no, it's on Time magazine. Look at the picture. Seriously, sometimes. Sometimes it's going to be funny to yeah. look back. Yeah, it's, it is something. I was also thinking the same with my podcast episodes, that yeah. I could look back on my first episode and be like, gosh, you sucked. Now you got so much better. But back then, first episode. Yeah, you really <laughs> pro like you did really pro especially with uh, oh, the good. what is that uh, zoom right and the audio remote yeah i mean it's much better this way because i don't have a proper studio and i also live right in front of the train tracks so mm. in, in the summer it's really difficult because you're dying of heat you cannot put the fan because you can hear it on the microphone and you cannot open the windows because you hear the train so you just have to suffer in heat <laughs> and just record one hour and then you open everything that's why you have the quality. I don't have... My stuff is natural. But also, you know what? Do you remember during the podcast I asked you a question about efficacy, efficiency? Yeah. So why do you write down... Yeah, your efficient. Yeah, the, efficient. Yeah, and to me it was the same because I love talking to people, but I was also tired of repeating myself. So I have this podcast like talking about different themes, and sometimes I approach a topic or travel and be like, just go listen to this episode. Please listen. And let me know when you have any questions. Yeah. That's, is that it's cold? So <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cold. <laughs> go to this URL. I give you URL link. <laughs> uh, one day, if you want to date somebody, okay, listen to all these 100 episodes first and then come talk to me. I'll be like, you know what, before we go on a date, yeah. if you want to hear about my life, yeah. go listen to this episode. 100 episodes. <laughs> and then you'll know me. And also some episodes from Cuisine on Dad's video. Check that video too. <laughs> and go eat at the restaurant. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool though. Really smart. That's why I knew like we think the same. Yeah. <laughs> But really surprised you get a lot of stuff trying. Investment is, for me, investment is like uh, some people are really good at it. If you're not good at it, but uh, somehow you will be uh, take advantage of that. You know, it's kind of. But you only know when you try. You know, it's like. Um, it's like gamble the casino. Yeah, but you won't. You don't have to invest all your money at once. You start with 
$100, $200, and then you get better at it. You understand the system, you see how to follow, you can calculate. Hey, do you, you know the, the, the GameStop and AMC? Uh-huh. That's crazy stuff. It's still I going on. I know, I know, I know. And also the crypto. Crypto is big, mm -hmm. huge. Crypto, I'm very scared of. Yeah, a lot of people are scared. <laughs> like penny stocks. <laughs> it's really crazy. But mm. you only know if you try. Well, yeah, you can make a. But if you're smart enough, there's some some theory behind it, right? I think mm -hmm. so. It's a. I think there's a part of luck, just like gambling. Part of it has to do with being there at the right time and being on your screen at the same, at the right moment. Because I'm not always on my computer, and I try to detach myself from screen, so I cannot always check like how's the market doing. So I know it won't be like a day trade or something. But it will have to be like a long-term investment for your own value. You still have to go check, though. But they, they use computers right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like, it's I, automatic. I think it's just, I get tired. Like, my job, my real job is on a computer. Even Like, we're working remotely, so I work from home. But we're going to have to go back to the office. It's going to be computer. When I teach, it's online. So I use Skype or yeah, Zoom. So all that's the time, computer. Uh, podcast is computer. When you edit the episodes, it's on computer. And at some point, I just feel like it's not even an addiction. It's it's um it's compulsory. If you're not in front of a computer, you don't make money. So I started investing in those blue light blocking glasses on Amazon, twenty five dollars, and they have like yellow glass. So when you put them on, it filters the blue lights. And really, I feel much better. Maybe it's psychological, but I feel better. And so it's nice to cut down from screen. So I also stop reading on my Kindle. I go to the library and I borrow the books. And I think it's better because then it creates opportunities to meet people. You interact with the community. And I like how, you know what? My taxes pay for that. Why don't I take advantage of the books from the library? Library is amazing. <laughs> so I go every week. I borrow some, some books. And I like to do that before going to bed. Like you have your YouTube yeah. ritual. I have my book ritual. That's really actually. Do you? You can try this if you still have some room. This is really amazing. Bread? I know this bread. Yeah, pizza. I because they with sell. the sauce. This today is a special. When I went to buy the cucumber. They sell, they sell this uh, near my house. Okay. I cannot take a full one. I'll take yeah, just a little bit. This pizza is amazing. It's a special. <laughs> so funny yeah I buy stuff on special it's with the sauce it's it's amazing you should try to make your own you know what I'll push you to that you know I used to join a Toastmaster it's called point cloud Toastmaster mm -hmm. during the pandemic I found them because there was a teacher who 10 years ago she was has a debating group mm -hmm. like uh, to practice English in West End yeah so somehow told me yeah think I found her like so. We did the Toastmaster thing. She introduced me to the Point Cloud Toast online. Every Wednesday, I, every day evening, Wednesday evening, I joined them through the uh, Zoom. Mm -hmm. I joined seven weeks in a row. That's two hours, one hour and a half. It wow. was amazing. So people just talk Toastmaster. You I, should send me the link because I was interested in that, and they had crazy hours. You you will be great fit for them. Great oh, yeah. fit. Because I really like the program and 
I think before the pandemic, I tried to look at the, the meetings and it was like Saturday, 8 a.m. And I'm like, there's no way I'm waking up this early. It's, it's really amazing. I, I, you will be great fit because your personality is great. Because I, um, I joined them se seven weeks in a row and then I was busy in the kitchen. I had to have less people working there, so I had to make up. And then I dropped, I did not, literally did not have time to join. You see, like making a bread. There's no way for me. <laughs> but it could be a new thing on the menu, see? It's the beginning of uh, the Chinese buffet. Pita. Pita and yeah. sauce. Yes. One more? One more. I'm full, thank you. So it's a... Uh, because I eat pita um, like this at home. Um, I mean, I make all sorts of recipe with it. You can also, you know, have this cold. Put in a roll, roll it like a burrito, and yeah. eat it cold. This thing is amazing. So a Toastmaster, it's it's really a great thing to, uh, really good opportunity to practice your... Um, public speaking. Yeah, public yeah. speaking. I was really looking forward to it, but I just didn't have enough time. It's every, every time, it's Wednesday evening, 7 to 9 or something. So oh, wow. I'm always busy at night. Yeah, usually I teach on Wednesdays, but I can always move around my hours because my students will book when it's available and they always book when it's convenient for them. And if I book time off, then they won't take a class. And people were talking so confidently, like in front of camera. Like, um. yeah, I know. I really admire those people. So mm. I've listened to podcasts like The Moth, Risks. Um, yeah. And it's always people going on stage and telling stories. Yeah. Of course, they prepare and they, re they rehearse. Um, but it's very scary. <laughs> I, being a guest for several times, several times they asked me to answer some questions. So I was, no, it's very tough for me, very difficult. But I see it's very beneficial. People, um, mm -hmm. I see some people not that good at speeches but some of them really good really really good yeah it's like a pro like pro like literally can do the ted mm -hmm. i also want to improve on that because when i edit my podcast i know my voice is not loud enough so i always have to increase so if i could learn a certain way you know on your mm. diaphragm or on your throat somehow to mm. augment the volume of your voice to be more expressive I think that would be, be beneficial. Yeah, you are pro. You are right. <laughs> so I don't, in Chinese, my, my voice sounds horrible. Why? I don't know. Maybe I know Chinese better more than English. <laughs> Why just in Chinese? What if you speak like Russian? Like, would it be horrible? <laughs> I think the same way. The, the English is horrible. When I listen to the, the playback, it's horrible. But... In what way? What do you mean horrible? The Just sound because is, you don't like to hear your own voice? The voice is, is coarse or like um, all, <laughs> the, all the pronunciations. But you know, but my English on the, on the record is better than my Chinese. <laughs> it's but still not good. It's bad. But it's the Chinese, uh, my Chinese on the video is just worse, much worse. So that's why... I think I gave up on the Toastmaster thing because I, I never can master that kind of a public speech to give them motivation, to give them 
to tell a story powerfully. All my stories are soft. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the same for me too. <laughs> it's not no power in it. So, but uh, and that's the way it is. Work on it, but some people are born naturally with a voice that carries, yeah. Yeah. carries forward, carries over. I. But I'm, I'm sure you can practice it. It's like singing. You have singing coaches mm. that can help you sing louder. It's like for me. For example, if I talk to employee, to people working, if I have a big corporation. Myself, I'm the owner, so I talk to them, and then they would never listen to me. I, I guess this not leader, so probably I say you are fired. That's all. Only thing I can do, you are fired. <laughs> I don't want to see you anymore. But don't like show disrespect to the leader. <laughs> Seriously, that's my problem. No, seriously, did you have to fire people a lot in your life? No, no, because. As a small business owner, you work for them, not they work for you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true because you have to make them happy. Otherwise, they leave. You know, we have big trouble. <laughs> It's unfortunate. The small business owners, a lot of them, I think at least I, I'm a failure. Maybe I'm not successful. <laughs> Dealing with people, I think success has different definition for other people. For some people, it's money, like having a lot、mm. of employees and a lot of customers. And for other people, it's just being sane. If you're happy this way, you've succeeded. I just want to、uh, live on. <laughs> so I don't know. It's like one day could be、uh, the business bad or something. Just don't know. I just like.、It. Keep the status quo, maybe.、Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's being lazy as well. <laughs> But it's good to not freak out when you lose money, or when there's something wrong happening, or when your business went into flames. <laughs> you just don't lose your cool. <laughs> I panic as well, only for a little short while. Even today, I really、um, yeah. You thought it was not going to come? No, before the <laughs> the. At twelve, I went to buy the cucumber thing, and with this and special pita,、mm -hmm. and the price just went up crazy. A lot of because in the past week or several weeks, we got the the new price for everything. And、um, so, we, do you have to readjust your price? What's going to happen? We have to.、Uh, I guess we have to like keep going because the price cannot raise.、It. I guess at the end, Apple is going to raise the price. But you don't want to be the first batch.、Mm -hmm. I don't know because some people may say we're already overpriced. <laughs> <laughs> But so it's kind of a, you probably get much less business if you kind、yeah. of say, oh, you raise price again. But so what's the trick? Do you reduce the portions?、What? No, we just take the loss.、Mm, exactly. We, we just we just take the loss. Hope this thing will finish. In a few months,、uh -huh. the impact on the business. I guess I just realized recently. Just realized at the beginning or in the middle of the pandemic, the financially was not that bad, but now it's starting. The real pain just started for the small business. And would the government help you in some ways? I don't think so. They were at the beginning. They were having the the、uh, forgivable loan. Something and also the 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 payroll you can claim, but they can only detect the 
If your sales decrease by 10%, you can only get 10%. If you sales down 50%, you get 50%. That means if you down 50%, you're dead anyway. <laughs> if you if you down 10% on the on the sales, you get only 10%. But the problem of the cost of everything, even your sales only down 10%, but your profit down maybe 50%. Uh-huh. So that's really that's but right now even there's no much help right now, but but the problem is like um, the cost of everything went up a lot because the shipment the the cost of shipment between United States Canada to China like three four five times higher the the cost uh-huh. of shipment so everything like imported from China so expensive because the shipment cost and it just beginning. Um, would you be able to change your menu to have less expensive items? So if meat is the most expensive, just offer more vegetarian options. So this way you can keep uh, a high that price. Would be, but also that would be tough though because you change the menu. That would be another thing. The customer will react. I mean, which is not a bad thing for the environment to eat less meat either. We don't have a lot of meat to, on the menu also. But the problem, the cost is this. This is from China, the red pepper oh, the, okay. and the, the black bean paste mm-hmm. and it's super crazy right now. Just realized. It changes a lot of the flavor, I like that. Yeah, without that there would be no Chinese food. <laughs> you, you say we, we don't put them but it's the, the, the cost is crazy. Mm-hmm. Imagine the shipment cost seven times. Wow. Five times, seven times. You know, when I was living in California, they had a similar crisis with lime. Yeah. Um, they they used lime a lot in Mexican food and also in cocktails. And when the price of lime started increasing, it's like one dollar or one and a half dollar, and it used to be a few cents per lime. And so people started complaining, and they found some substitute. Like they either put lemon, yeah, or lemon. They, they yeah. put something else, and customers started going crazy. They were so angry. And so they had to do something for the price of lime, I remember. I remember, like, um, last week we had a customer on the a trip advisor somewhere. That had a review, I received email notification, like somebody leave you a one-star review. Yeah. <laughs> says, I only saw that horrible, overpriced, with the cost of ingredients this high, and you see overpriced. That's... <laughs> Well, that's insane. Do yeah. you remember this guy? I don't actually. Oh yeah, actually, it's it's a lady, I guess. It's a lady. Yeah, she she ordered probably take out. Some people they did not know things were expensive. Things mm-hmm. are expensive. They just ah, oh, I got the janitor chicken. You charge me twelve dollars, and it's not good. And overpriced. But I don't think it's constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. See, if I were to leave a review um, to a place that I don't like, I would try to tell them how they can improve, yeah. not just criticize on, yeah. on how yeah. bad it is. Anyway, I mean, the price good, is yeah, good education. It's just right now the cost of everything. I, I think for our business, it's really... But if you change provider? You, you have no way. Because, for example, this stuff, doesn't, that they all come from China. The shipment, the cost of shipment is not the, the producer price. The producer did not change the price. It's the shipping company. Okay. Can you change shipping company? You can't. Because this stuff only existing there. So Can we, you start a business of shipping? <laughs> Can you start a shipping business? That's a good way. 
because these companies and also you are competing our suppliers they are competing with IKEA competing with Costco because they, they use the containers as well mm. so they always get the priorities yeah and there's only so much yeah. that you can authorize in a day yeah it's crazy and interesting and we cannot find people can you grow those peppers here no why do you have to ship them I, I maybe that new business model but uh, it will take a year because I'm pretty sure if you need warmer climates you can definitely go to South no. America and then I will then we'll give up the give up the restaurant business and then doing the farmer farming <laughs> which would be good to be honest it would be very peaceful yeah you just like uh, have a lot of pigs everything <laughs> Then the life is a circle. Yeah. I, I end up, I was coming from village and now I have a farm. I know. So my last podcast episode was about this. It was about farming. And my guest is from Colorado. He's renting a house. And you only need a few acres to feed like 10 families. If you know how to organize your plot of land, and if you know how to grow smartly, and not just grow because you want to grow tomato, you have to have tomatoes. Like, no, you can... Toss all the grains, all the seeds together, yeah. and then throw them in your garden because this is the way nature works, is by survival of the fittest. So you get the best vegetables that grows, and the ones that are too weak, they don't grow, and so you always breed the best, and then you eat seasonal. So Are you sure you're not tricked? That's what he said. I haven't verified. I'm a city girl. No, I know. But, <laughs> you know, if you... You have to grow so much to make the profit because I think farm is pretty tough as well. You but you also need to not ship so far, so it would feed locals. So this way you can charge the basket, you charge per basket, the customers don't decide what, what they get, they get seasonal. And because I, I, I like the idea you throw things, let the best <laughs> win. But if the best cannot produce enough like a food on the, the girl. It's one huge pumpkin and that's yeah. it. The one pumpkin. Yeah, and then you sell only, okay, $50 for this year. Or like, even you have the, the sales of $100,000 and it was the other cost to profit. Let's go back to my full-time job. <laughs> it's like I think we need to have more, like, farmers, they cannot be pressured too much by supermarkets. That's the danger of it, is that supermarkets can decide the price. Like, they can tell farmers, um, next month I need 15 kilos of strawberries. So, but yeah. if the farmers decide, because they're the ones growing the food, then they can set their prices on it. And I think it should be this way, not the other way around. Yeah, but that's the, sometimes the market, unless you have a lot of farmers doing the same way. Otherwise, if you don't sell to other farmers, yeah, but other true, farmers, true, yeah. True, true, true. And now everything's driven by profit, so that's why you have the pesticides, you have a... Um, the genetically modified food, GMOs, because hmm. everything is about a race, racing towards the best, the fastest, the cheapest. The same thing you throw the grains on. <laughs> Not the best girl. <laughs> this is nature. That this is what happens in the forest. You don't decide. You don't make lines of strawberries, lines of tomato. We have engineered to be too ordered, too perfect. I mean, you can listen to the episode. It's really cool. I will find and out. He's, uh, He's a bit angry about it, and I like his energy because it's going back to our sources. And his theory was that 
like our grandparents were doing it because they had to you have to grow the food yeah. and so what they valued as luxury is time and comfort yeah. and sitting in front of the TV because that's what they don't have and now our generation have too much TV yeah, too much have. time and they value meaning they value purpose so they're going back to the sources they're going back to farming and roots because it's exactly where we come from that's there's a wisdom saying like Chinese wisdom that's why when you are fed too well <laughs> <laughs> you are fed too much too well and then you find them crazy stuff nonsense sometimes that's, that's bad <laughs> but see that's like the son of that rich man who was bragging about his yeah, 100 yeah. million it's yeah. that it's <laughs> what's the meaning of your life yeah. it's it's interesting <laughs> I, I need to check that one it's uh, because yeah, I think I, you will like this episode yeah. it's the last one Yeah, because the, the, the farming is supposed to be very very uh, hard because you have to compete with other efficiency because now, you, you, yeah. can, you can grow, for example, the lettuce or the apple or the, um, any vegetable are very nice, super nice. But if other people, they can produce not that beautiful, that nice, that quality, but they can produce twice the quantity mm -hmm. and they can find a market, probably you will, be a, you will be dead. You know, I think that's what I've heard about the milk industry. The reason why your milk is so expensive is because we could import it from the United States, which is way, way cheaper. Like milk is super cheap in the States, but Canada refused to do this because all the farmers in Canada would go dead, broken, if you start doing yeah. this because they cannot compete with the farms in the States where yeah. you have so many cows and yeah, we don't exactly. have as many cows. So you have to that's control the, it that, that's why, and keep the farmers yeah, that's alive. That's why I asked the efficiency, like the way they do the rows mm -hmm. for the, to seed by rows because it's to increase the efficiency sometimes easy to harvest yeah and easier to manage and then you kind of put the fertilizer whatever easier to manage that's that's the industry it's already industrialized a lot so it's for us to have comfort but it doesn't necessarily mean that we teaching our children the right value because now when you ask a child where does the food come from they'll tell you the supermarket where does the pig come from supermarket they don't understand that food has to grow yeah. <laughs> a certain way yeah. and we forgot that yeah. and yeah. even me living in a city like yeah. I don't get exposure to that and I think it would be beneficial if you take children on a school trip yeah. to bring them to farms or to bring them to the mountain to see yeah. look this is the impact on ecology this is the repercussions of your food habits or your cooking or your wasting this has an impact on nature and when you see the impact when you see like what it does to consumers, what it what it does to um, the producers, and what it does to nature, then you're more conscious of mm. everything you do, everything you eat, everything you buy. That's good stuff. Education I, again. Yeah, it's like the book, educate uh, education monsters with S, right? Yeah. Why did you choose that name, monsters? Monsters. <laughs> I get that question asked a lot, and honestly, it was just. I wanted you, to you think you are crazy monsters? Yeah. I don't think it's the part of crazy. I wanted more playful, fun part that education doesn't have to be pressured, squared, like school. It cannot be like something prestigious like Harvard. I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for developing diversity. And in this case, we cannot put people into boxes. So we each are monsters. We're different. Like we're all like weird. And we yeah, all... It's I like being weird. There's no normal. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the fun part of the name, but it's honestly, I was just in front of my computer looking for domain name. I was ready to launch my blog 
and it just appeared. I didn't think about it for weeks or anything. It but just came at the moment when I wanted to register my domain name. That's it. That's actually that's a great name. Actually, <laughs> thank you. You have to you know have to be you have the power you know you have to have the power and then monsters. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because when I was looking for a logo, so I designed my logo, but at first I was getting inspired by you go on Pinterest, you go on Google image. Yeah. And you have two kinds of monsters, either they're scary or they're childish. And I didn't want either. I wanted like a serious vibe, but yeah. also playful. Kill people. But not, not childish. <laughs> <laughs> not childish. Yeah, monster. Education monster. That's really... But like, uh, what is your goal? Like you may achieve different fields, but on this field, what's your goal? Like... Uh, I like, think, yeah, it's to give access to education. And I'm not saying like giving a diploma because we have too many, like we have an inflation of diploma, but I'm really getting, getting people to think differently. So I teach French and English, but I also use lots of games and I don't necessarily stick to grammar exercise. I play chess with my students. I teach them games. I teach them tricks. I teach them um, ghetto language because it's, you have to be well-rounded. You have to want to travel. But how do you teach though English? How do you teach face to face or, or Zoom? Oh, online, online. Everything. No, not Zoom. It's some other tools or just Zoom. I use Zoom and Skype. It depends on the preference of the student. But, but how, it's not a big difference. But how do you how do you know the how like what kind of levels they have to be like beginners or Every level? Really, you Every have to level. first. You have to see their level yeah. first. First, during the presentation, you cannot start teaching unless you know and what then this person this has and where this person is going. So you ask them, "What's your goal? What do you want to accomplish? And what's your method? Like, do you prefer writing? Do you prefer?" But you are judging them, like. You have but, to. You have to assess them. You cannot just say, "Oh, today we." But uh, what about this guy? Have speaks okay French, but he's totally idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> Then uh, I'll uh, help you. Yeah. I'll help you my best. <laughs> yeah, this, I see you speak this level, but from this level to this level, it will take you five years. <laughs> Listen, it happened when I had more difficult students, yeah. and I try not to judge them because yeah. I'm pretty sure if you put me, I don't know, yeah. astrophysics, I would yeah. suck at it. Yeah. So if I don't want to be judged on astrophysics, I wouldn't want to judge someone on French. <laughs> we all have different weaknesses and strengths, yeah. and it's not a matter of how difficult it's like how consistent are you at yeah. it so if you go back every week or every two weeks and then try yeah. because we all have different lives so French I'm sure it's not someone's life goal it has to be fun yeah. it's a hobby um, it has to, to stay fun and if it's not fun it's not going to be consistent they're going to hate it but more people learning French or more than English right more French than English yeah, yeah. I guess so because people speak English more or less nowadays yeah yeah I don't know why, but I get maybe 85% French, yeah. 15 English. That's about my ratio. Wow, that's... Is that like one-on-one or like a small group? Both. Oh, that's quite so interesting. So most of them is one-on-one. -on -one. Um, I happen to have some groups because it's a better business yeah. model. Since yeah. for them it's less money because they split the price. Split, yeah. And for me, I charge more, but you can also get paid more within one hour. Yeah. And you can put Efficient. as many people. Yeah. I mean, my biggest people, my biggest group is a group of three or four. 
Yeah. So I don't want more because then it becomes a class, and then. But they have to be very similar level. At the similar exactly. level. Exactly. They have to start at the same time, and they have to follow classes at the same time. But, but usually, it's like a group of friends. So they book me as a group. That's cool. So this, so this English French teaching, and then the podcast. That's two full time job and then investing. That's five. But the podcast, I don't make that much money. I get donations. Yeah. So this is how it works. It's like um, if you want to support my project, you can give twenty dollars every month, and this is or five or ten or one. So this is how I get um, extra income, but That's it's not it's not much. No. Is is like uh, so the French English teaching, then this podcast, and then you have investment. Then you have what is that? Uh, what is the other one you were doing? The programming and programming. Yeah, five areas. If you kind of, wow, that's, yeah, you have a lot of time. But that's the thing. I'm not great at any of them. I'm good at them. I'm yeah. not great. <laughs> yeah, it's like the perfection is the enemy of doing great stuff. Great is the enemy of good. Yeah, yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> Why I always have something wrong, but close. <laughs> close, I but, get the meaning. <laughs> yeah, great is the enemy of good, yeah. But you can have the inverse too. You can say good is the enemy of great. Like you can just be satisfied with something that's mediocre and not thrive for the best yeah i think you Depends have yeah you some see. people they just don't accept being mediocre i think it's me yeah i don't accept yeah. mediocre but i'm also okay being imperfect yeah. like it depends on your own standard i think it's subjective yeah, yeah i like mediocre that's <laughs> actually mediocre this word was it took me a long time to remember it, it's kind of a weird word mediocre it's a it's a we have the french word we have the french word um medi mediocre yeah, that's, that's the thing. Same. That's the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why this, it's unfair to Chinese people to learn English or French. The English people, French, even they pronounce very differently, but this they write same, same lot of words. Sometimes that, I have to apologize yeah. on the French language's behalf. Yeah, it's kind of unfair. It's unfair. I see a lot of when I learn French, my I see, whoa, this French word literally the same spelling as the English word. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. And it's like cheating. <laughs> the fancy English words come from French. Yeah, I, I realize that <laughs> some like uh, like some English word you don't use them very often, mm -hmm. but it's really a French word. Yeah, a lot just of times. like to distribute. Yeah. Most people would say to hand out. Yeah. But we don't have prepositions, so we would be more likely to say to distribute because it's a French yeah. word. Yeah. But Americans they say to hand out. Yeah. I'll hand out this flyer. That's. And when you see. I distribute the flyers. Looks like, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> it's like when I was in the States, um, I was driving and I told my friend I received a ticket because yeah. I was, uh, I think it was parking or something. And then he said, What? You received a ticket? <laughs> you say, I got a ticket. Yeah, I received a ticket. I, I got a ticket. How about you receive $1 million? It's <laughs> 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 so fancy. Yeah. <laughs> you receive a big item. <laughs> Yeah, that's seriously like uh, I I purchase. I when I was UK, they said I purchase a uh, 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 apple. <laughs> like you don't purchase an apple, you buy an apple. Like, purchase sounds so big, like a, a big item. Purchase then an, yeah. an a, iPhone. Yeah, apple. exactly. The huge, expensive stuff. Yeah, yeah that's stick to your level. Yeah. It's just an apple. Yeah, but it's like uh, I guess your podcast. Have you like? Uh, have you kind of have some people like really uh, like crazy have jokes like uh, weird weird you? people? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not weird weird. 
<laughs> no, I did, I did. And sometimes, so here's when it comes to the ethical issue mm. of censorship. Because yeah. some people say stupid shit, yeah. so you want to cut them out. And I have this power because yeah. I'm editing my podcast. Yeah. So sometimes it's easy to say, okay, I don't agree with this, yeah. I can cut this off. Except that it's not fair for me to yeah. just, I don't know, I don't want to be God. Yeah. I don't want to censor yeah. somebody. But I also think that you have a certain responsibility to not promote hate, to not promote messages of violence. So you also have this duty to not propagate something that would be negative for the population. Okay. But on the other hand, it's a, it's a balance. That's why I was tough, no editing. <laughs> Seriously, that's my, that's my theory. I don't know uh, if it's laziness, honestly, because it, I could just put my episodes not editing and that would save me 20, yeah, 20 me, hours, literally, of, like every week. Yeah. But I'm also it's, perfectionist that I don't want to put something ugly. Because I know if I listen to an ugly podcast, if, if the sound is not good, I won't listen to it. And it's the same if I look at food and if it's yeah. ugly, I would be maybe less likely to enjoy it, you but see, I would still eat you it. You see, that's, that's mediocre me. <laughs> I, everything for me is real, it's fine. Actually, you are very smart. You're saying it's lazy. It saved me a huge amount of time. It's, I don't need to do anything. It's amazing. But that's another good theory. Like, one stone... Three birds for me. Lazy, <laughs> save time, and also like uh, real. I really like things be real because I I understand people want to show the nice side and the editing and make like uh, doing the what is the filter thing mm -hmm. when you take picture of my filter yeah. make you look pre prettier. Sense. Yeah, that makes sense. You see, that's why a lot of people even they editing the conversation. Sometimes they don't like this part of conversation or some people's opinion not appealing to a lot of people or like harmful, detrimental to the society. But I think sometimes for me, I want to throw everything there. If I made mistake, I made mistake. If this, you know, it's not big deal to show the and beautiful side. It's yeah. a, that's why I, I. That's why I think my stuff. I want to keep it, even nobody watches or something. I want to keep it for long to see, mm -hmm. like at least it's real. Real could be very powerful. I see what you mean, but it's not because you remove that it's yeah. not real. Like it still happened. Mm -hmm. But for example, my podcasts. Mm -hmm. Some of my guests, they're not usually like they're not Toastmasters, like yeah. they don't, they're not public speakers. Yeah. So sometimes they stutter, sometimes yeah. they cough, sometimes they say um or you know too often. Oh, oh wait a second, I go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes there's technical noise issue yeah. Yeah. or there's an ambulance. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for my listeners, yeah. they would get annoyed. Yeah, exactly. They would get yeah. so annoyed yeah. if they listen to um, you know, like how are you like today, like how's like the weather like you're talking about me <laughs> i have that issues yeah i have, I have no, there's me. so much worse yeah. than you and sometimes I, I'm like, I oh, seriously I, I one video i said seriously 100 times <laughs> <laughs> then i would cut this off like 90 times yeah. and then just leave one maybe just yeah. because for the listener's perspective, yeah, exactly. I don't they, want to annoy them. Also waste their time, to but be it doesn't remove the message mm -hmm. if you remove the um, the you know, mm -hmm. because people say you know a lot. Actually, and I, I wish I could like program an AI mm -hmm. to remove the you know and the um. <laughs> yeah, that's totally because the both side, two sides of the thing. I, for me, I want to show the true stuff, not cut, no editing, but at the same time wasting a lot of people's time. 
you know, if they ever want to watch the videos, they wasted the time. You know, it's it's the it's I don't know. That's the thing. I, I just let it go. Let it yeah. be. You know, it's a uh, it's like um, when I shoot the video of, to explain every dish, and it's super long, and it's twenty minutes, and I have to be, I have to twenty times faster to to screen them to less time for them to even much less they still don't watch. <laughs> <laughs> but still, people told me the feedback is it's too long. It's uh, that's what I heard from my podcast yeah. too. So thirty minute and then afterwards people lose attention. Mm -hmm. But it depends because like Joe Rogan, he has the real episodes. He doesn't yeah. edit, and some yeah. people like that that it's genuine. Um, yeah, I watch actually. I when I cut vegetables, I listen to a lot of his stuff. It's mm -hmm. crazy because their conversation probably like really like real discussion on real stuff. Like and it's uh, like two hours. Yeah, two hours. It's super popular. Yeah, so sometimes it works. You yeah, just have to get the attention. Mm -hmm. And then I think, so the time, yeah. I think someone's time is what's most precious. So yeah. that's why I don't want to take too much of it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's crazy. It's, uh, I remember I had one episode when I recorded it. It was about one hour, 40 minutes. Yeah. And the person was going round and round, yeah. Yeah. repeating the same thing again and again. So when I edited the podcast, I think he went about 40 minutes. Yeah. But it didn't remove the message. I was just r removing the repetitions. Yeah. So the message is still there, but I'm not annoying. It's like you're watching uh, Korean's, <laughs> Korean TV shows. <laughs> episode 1, you can skip to go all the way to episode 50. Still the same thing. That's Korean. Yeah, Korean. So, uh, the yeah. soap operas? Yeah, soap opera, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I don't watch them, but you have to recommend me some. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> we, we watch a lot of that. Chinese people love the, the Korean soap opera. And you you don't Do you miss anything. Korean? No, not at all. But the, the subtitles, Chinese, okay. yeah, subtitles. But your show sometimes I listen. Like one show is a Japanese girl you met somewhere, and then she was talking. She was talking up like on your show is a Japanese, like American mm -hmm. Japanese, and uh, like her her dad, her parents, her mom married to uh, in the United States. Yeah, I heard that you. That gave me a lot of like uh, ideas about like uh, what Japanese, you know, that generation, what they see the West, the United States. Mm -hmm. That's very helpful to to Aww. kind of a, kind I'll of. I'll tell a, her. Yeah, it's it's always like you 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 listen to different people's story, get you kind of refresh your impression about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Like as I said, I always like I'm really fascinated by the people growing up here growing up like totally different environment or like even immigrants like so i i kind of i call floating <laughs> in different <laughs> countries i chinese call floating seriously literally if, yeah floating in different yeah. countries like we it's kind of outsiders like you're outsider sometimes you cannot understand their the language is french you for me in french quebec when they speak French, I cannot understand what they are doing, what they are saying. And sometimes, like English, not the conversation too fast, I cannot catch. Mm -hmm. But it's given me the, the thing to, to give me more time to understand myself. I want to understand their stuff, always adapting here, there. So it's like uh, sometimes I have the opinion about their society, Quebec society, comparing to the society I came from. 
So a lot of this stuff, sometimes you feel, ah, oh, I regret immigrating. I sometimes people, especially the the my generation, like ten years ago, they came here, and then they left behind a lot of opportunities, like uh, their their friends, their relatives. They make a lot of money, or they have a better career, and they give up a lot of stuff. They give they came like have to learn French, English, and then do the basic stuff like. Uh, Low-level uh, career jobs, like but there they had been being there ten years, being a manager already, right? Sometimes doing the management or they had a good uh, foundation already, but sometimes they、yeah. gave up a lot of stuff. You came here, sometimes always think back. You're gonna think if I didn't do this, if I, you know, it's always even for the immigrants. A lot of times you、uh, think compare when you,、mm-hmm. especially when you are different. Very different two environments. You always compare. That's by nature. I think it's, it's not、true. myself. But it's not because something、yeah. could have been、yeah. that it would have been better. Yeah. So there's always a part of us, and if we believe in the yeah. multiverse, yeah. I think deep inside you know that the choice、yeah. that you made, even though, like you said, it was、yeah. pushed by yeah. external circumstances、yeah. by someone else,、yeah. it was sort of helping you grow. Because if you had stayed back in China, would you、yeah. have grown the same? I don't know. It's that's why we need to tell stories. It's <laughs> it's really. I have a lot of friends. That's why we argue. <laughs> we we argue because the, not only politics, on education, on the people, the way of thinking, everything. We argue. We argue. We have WeChat groups. We argue every day by texting. See, you have friends. Yeah, we virtual <laughs> friends. Sometimes they count like one group and fight against another group. <laughs> It's crazy, and then you have, I have two buddies backing me up, and then have several guys together attacking your opinions. Seriously, we have a lot of times not only about politics, about cultures, about opportunities, about children's education, and how they grew up, how they see the world. Because definitely, next generation and our generation, they will see very differently. They will see.、Mm-hmm. Canadian way of doing things or Canadian politics very very different from us. Just because technology is going so fast、yeah. and our bodies and、yeah. our minds are not going as fast, so I know、yeah. we can do so much better with、yeah. technology. It's just that people are not ready for、yeah. it. When you look at all the Republicans,、yeah. um, they're reticent to change. They miss what we had in the past. We they miss the harmony. They miss the fact that it's ordered. And now that we're progressing. It's scary to have change because we never know if it's change for the better, if it's change for, for the, the worse. worse. Yeah, you yeah. never know. There's a chance that it could be for the worse because now we're more divided than ever. Yeah, and also like for personal stuff, for the like family thing, like、um, we are several like more than the age difference. We call it gap.、Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, like within the same city in China, with the same place. People like if you are ten years different, the age different, and we call a gap, even five years, because、yeah. sometimes we see things so differently on the same subject, same object, or we see things totally different opinion, and then you have twenty years different, and then one generation we call always generation gap, but sometimes generation gaps happen between only five years old, five years different, true. and very true, and it's, it's accelerating, yeah, and also exactly when. The problem will be much worse than like our background is Chinese, and our kids 
would be totally Canadian. <laughs> that would be super, super difficult. I mean, you never know. What if your daughter wants to live in China? Yeah, like, but, yeah, but that chance nothing, will be, yeah. Nothing tells yeah. us that she will stay in Canada. Like, yeah. we never know. Yeah. Maybe she'll live in another country. Yeah. Maybe she'll go explore the world. Yeah, she's going to float again. Yeah, she will float again. She's going to float. Know. Yeah, it's everybody. I was lucky to be able to float, to see different uh, countries. And then that's why I adapt a lot. And uh, I'm not that stubborn. But a lot of some other, some other people, they really, like you said, conservative. Chinese conservative. It's... <laughs> Hundred times more conservative <laughs> than it could be, and uh, you know the the people's minds they they see different environment they adapt, but sometimes they want to go back they they compare to the old ways and then they see this too new mm -hmm. to them and too crazy, especially like uh, back then like in China that time and it's crazy that I I have a lot of friends they. They see I'm weird. I see them weird. You know, it's it's the the minds are, are crazy. But a lot of them they don't want to come to the show to 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 tell the story. That would be amazing sometimes. But do you think it has to do with the fact that they are expected to look up to the elders, so they look up to the past? Because if you admire like your parents who took care of you so much, then you also admire their way of thinking. Because it's them as a person, and I think I think it's more of an Asian dad mentality. So when you tell them something's about to happen, like look, I've chosen to do this career, first they say no, and then they ask why. But first they have to say no because no is your comfort zone. No feels good, feels like you're staying in your place, and then you try to to understand why. But there's no, okay, tell me more about it. It has to be a no first. Yeah, but. I, I think for, for the Chinese, that generation, for my generation, if I see, we are the new generation, the, the, our parents' generation, our generation was exposed to technology. So our generation was the first one exposed to a lot of technologies, computers, everything. So I think on the social side, we won't look up their generation. We, we probably will think they, they don't know a lot of things <laughs> we know. But that would be the same, will be next generation to us. That's why probably we, for them, they were, they don't give us too much advice. That's why our generation more really rebellious to them, to, to, to that generation. And I'm sure they had their rebellious phase, but in a different way. Yeah. It's just that we feel like we're much more important than them, just because we have this sense of entitlement and we can put it on media. Yeah. So it feels like we're more narcissistic but I'm sure they also had their own face of every generation I think mm. has their own face of differentiate differentiating from mm. their parents anyway so that's why I always like want to see the the generation generation so but you are the you know but <laughs> I, I always say you born there like I always compare like my daughter she's only eight sometimes like all the <laughs> put on the same class but it's not the same class but you know what i like your video yeah. project yeah. because you can also look back and yeah. let's do that again in like one year five year mm. ten years yeah. and see how the conversations change yeah you will be great actually <laughs> i will definitely if you like five areas and you will probably do great and then with a huge change it yeah. will be changing yeah yeah, yeah. and uh what do you see, like, uh, in a few years, you're, like, uh, all this kind of branching out? In a few years? Yeah. Like, the, 
with or without the pandemic, I yeah. still want to be able to work from home and to be pandemic proof. Really? Like not to be constrained to a lab where you have to go there physically. Like I had to go on weekends, like I depended physically on my work environment. So when you couldn't go because of the lockdown, this is when my job had to suffer. Mm -hmm. So if I can work fully on a computer or something, that would mean freedom for me. And okay. freedom to me is success. Because then I can, I'm multicultural, so I have my family in France, I have my friends in the US. <laughs> I have friends everywhere. Here. You're everywhere. Yeah, I want to not miss out. So I haven't been back home in France in two and a half years. I'm going back next week yeah, for that's, a month. That's and I feel like I missed out so much on weddings, babies. A few of my cousins got babies, and I just feel like because of the distance, the physical distance, I'm missing out. But if I can work remotely, I can be everywhere and be in people's lives and have them in my life because yeah. relationships are so important. I don't want to be away just because of something so stupid as the pandemic. I'm not saying it's stupid in the sense, mm. I mean, it, it is serious and that's mm. why we're not traveling mm. and I'm taking this very seriously, but I think it's, it's years that you'll never get back. Months and years you'll never get back. At least two years. Yeah. At, at least. least. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Yeah, Thank thanks you. for having me. Thank you.